as the Middle Paleolithic transitions into the Upper, Marvel's Earth enters the Hyborian Age, as written by Robert E. Howard. Much of the comics and writing concerns the life and adventures of Conan the Barbarian, which is a bit outside the purview of this series. We could easily do a miniseries reviewing the hundreds of Conan comics, but it only touches lightly upon the rest of the Marvel Universe. It is interesting to note that while Conan is virtually unknown as a historical figure within the Marvel Universe, Robert Howard does exist within Marvel continuity and did write the stories about him, though how Robert Howard knew about Conan itself is a mystery. One key point is that the Elder God Set was highly worshipped within the land of Stygia, and the greatest wizards of this land was Thothamon. He set himself up against King Conan of Aquilonia, only to be slain along with the last of the Serpent Men. His apprentice, Kulan Gath, was performing sorcery that even the depauched wizards of Stygia found offensive, forcing him to flee and wander the world. Along the way, he encountered Selene, the first recorded mutant with the power to sustain her life by draining that of others, and became her bitter foe. Kulan was eventually killed by the warrior Red Sonia, his soul trapped in a mystic amulet for millennia. As the world grew colder, the Nordic tribes moved south and clashed with the barbarians from the east to their battles gradually destroying the civilized nations of the Hyborian Age. A second great cataclysm rocked the earth, sea levels rising and splitting the Euro-African continent with the Mediterranean. Stygia and the land south broke from the north, forming Africa, and in Samaria only the mountain peaks remained above the water, eventually become known as the British Isles. It was in this way that Marvel Earth came to resemble our own. It's difficult to pinpoint exactly when the Asgardian gods entered the picture, for the Vanir of Northern Hyboria, a tribe sharing the name with one of the tribes of Asgardians, worshipped versions of their primordial beings, but the Asgardian creation myth don't seem fully compatible with the stated history of the Marvel Universe. According to the Asgardians, and later the Norse, the universe was formed when warm air from the realm of fire crossed the dimensional barrier into the Well of Life, merging with ice from Niflheim to create the Ymir, the first giant, and his cow, Adumbla. This cow discovered the first of the Aesir, Buri, and licked him free from the ice. Ymir allowed him to live, and Buri married a frost giant, having three sons, Bor, Mimir, and Njord. Bor took over from Buri and founded Asgard, while Njord founded Vanaheim to Sire the Vanir. Bor had four sons, Sil, Vili, Ve, and Odin, who was groomed to someday replace Bor as leader of the Aesir. Together, Vili, Ve, and Odin defeated Ymir and created Asgard, one of the Nine Worlds. The other eight are Muspelheim, Surtur's dimension, Niflheim, Ymir's dimension, Midgard, Earth, Vanaheim, home of the Vanir, Alfheim, home of the Light Elves, Svartalheim, home of the Dark Elves, Jotunheim, home of the Ice Giants, and Hel, land of the dead. Flush with their victory over Ymir, Vili, Ve, and Odin took to exploring Muspelheim for their next great quest. They were met by the flame creatures of that world, which escorted them down to a vast sea of fire, from which arose the terrible ruler of that domain, the fire giant Sitter. He confirmed what they'd heard, that he was to end the world at Ragnarok, cleaving all with his great sword, burning the nine worlds with his blade of fire. Odin mused, would it not be better to break his sword and extinguish his flame? Surtur found this hilarious, for the fates had decreed that the flame would never go out, and bid them to try to crack his blade, and battle was joined. Even combining their powers of the Winter Storm, it was no match for the giant's flames, but the trio managed to sunder his sword and make up for the Flame of Destruction. Odin alone escaped. Vili and V sacrificed themselves to block the gateway, and in doing so, their power merged with that of their younger brother as the Odin Force. Knowing that to breach the gate and free his brothers would open the other eight worlds to Surtur once again, 
Odin pledged to guard the eternal flame of destruction forevermore. Ten thousand years ago, the Caretakers came to Earth, a trio of Fortisquians created to assist the Beyonders, dispatched from Arturus IV to repair damage done to the Savage Land Preserve during the two cataclysms. Upon returning home, they discovered that nuclear war had wiped out their people, so elected to return to Earth to act as guides for the human race. They spent the next thousands or so years combining magic and science to create mystic offshoots of men, including werewolves and the cat people. A thousand years after the Second Great Cataclysm reforged Marvel's Earths into what we would today recognize, a Vanir nomad witnessed an alien craft crashing to Earth. There he met Elixil Quan Te Sin, a being that counted itself guardian of the Hellfire Helix, an inorganic life form. The Helix had formed around itself a protective stone called the Blood Gem, intending to conquer Earth but needing a native to serve as its pawn. Alexa lured the Nomad back to the Helix's lair and offered to gift him with superhuman strength if he would return with the rest of his tribe. The Nomad agreed, but when he brought his tribe back, the Helix slaughtered them. Enraged, the Nomad attacked it with his spear, causing an explosion that scattered it into a hundred pieces, one of which lodged in the Nomad's chest, granting him immortality and eternal youth. The Nomad, eventually calling himself Ulysses Bloodstone, would spend the rest of his immortal life hunting Alexel for his part in the treachery. Alexel Quan de Sin, for his part, dedicated his life to recovering all of the Blood Gem's fragments.